What we do here is go back, 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 back. back. Welcome to the You Can Call Me Jazz podcast, hashtag YCCJ. I'm Jazz Catcher, and today I wanted to talk about meditation and the blue pearl. So with meditation, there's a lot of uh, a lot of different ways of actually doing that, and many different reasons why people do it. For me. Uh, I don't necessarily need to calm down a whole lot. Mm, pretty cruisy as is. I'm an overthinker and sometimes that's the reason why I do it. The majority of the time I do it out of out of boredom or sometimes when I can't <laughs> can't sleep. When I say boredom, I, I mean in the way of if I have nothing else to do, I will um, I'll do it. I very rarely get bored these days. But the way, the way I do it might be a little bit different to how other people do it. I'm not too sure. Um, when it comes to my meditation, I only have three words that I kind of tell myself during, uh, during the meditation. And those three words are rising, falling, and evade. I'll go into explaining that. So the rising and falling is all about the breath. Rising when you're you're taking your breath in. And you can feel that uh, the lower part of your sternum raise up. And falling when you you exhale. And you you can feel that that part part of your sternum drop down. So rising falling, rising, falling. Now when you're breathing it's not necessarily a, a forceful thing, like you're not trying to make it rise and fall but that's the part of your part of your breath where you're, you're trying to draw from, you're trying to get uh, your oxygen to. So it's kind of a well sorry when you when you're breathing it should be more it should be relaxed and you just just observing it so rising falling rising falling like you not being forceful with your breath like if you know what I mean hope that didn't hurt your eardrums but with that I find that that um, obviously slow down, slows down your heart rate um, can bring down uh, any stress and, and all that like I said I, I really feel um feel that stress or uh, I can control it I don't um, I don't get overwhelmed by it it's a very rare occasion when I do and I, I find that, that that breathing technique actually helps me so with the meditation I usually try and find a find a quiet room or I do it uh, sometimes when I can't sleep I'll, um, I'll meditate for a little bit 
just lying down. It doesn't have to be in a seated position, but just uh, in a position where you can keep your back straight and being nice and comfortable. And I just follow that rising, falling of my own breath. The evade, the evade might, um, might confuse a few people, but uh, when I say evade, evade is any any thought that comes into my head. So rather than meditating on something, my whole meditation technique is about uh, clearing everything, sweeping the floor of any debris, so to speak. So for, as I'm going rising, falling, rising, falling, a thought might pop into my head and I'll say evade and then get, bring me back centered again. So I'm not actually thinking that thought. I'm just living in a, or being in a space that's, uh, that's totally clear of, clear of thought. And sometimes it takes me a little bit to catch the fact that I'm thinking and it's a lot more difficult than uh, that I'm making out to making it out to be. But the the rising, falling, rising, falling, evade, rising, falling, rising, falling, evade. So when I actually uh, am saying the rising and falling, I, I say that long enough, so it becomes nearly like a mantra in a way, and it rather than me having to say in my head it just automatically does it so it just uh, naturally just follows my breath so then I can focus on any of those thoughts that are are coming in and I can evade them and evade, they keep on popping up so just rising, falling rising, falling rising, falling, evade now I've found uh Recently, I'd say um, as close as a few months ago, that I started visualizing a little blue uh, something. I had no idea what it was. It was tiny at first. It looked like a little uh, a little seed or like an acorn or, or something like that. It was just a tiny little circle, and I was just wondering what that little blue thing was. It just uh, keep focusing on it. So I did, and over time, that little blue seed has grown bigger and bigger and bigger. And I find that the the more I was going to say focus, but the minute you focus on it, you lose it. But the minute you, because you can't stare at it with your eyes, you sort of, because by that time I feel like you're looking through what is called your third eye which sits in between your eyes just above and right in the middle just the the tip of your your forehead and I find that when I totally let go and I'm not paying attention to the blue seed it automatically becomes large and I, I, I decided to research it and the research I came up with was uh, was that I'm not the only person who's felt who's had, had that before. And they call the blue seed, which turns larger into a 
into what they call a blue pearl is actually a thing. And they said, <laughs> I would just find it funny that, that's, uh, that that has been the case. So they say, once you actually find this blue circle or blue pearl while meditating, that it means that whatever spiritual path that you're on, you can't, can no longer deviate off it. And the blue pearl is actually the inner self stripped of everything. Stripped of everything. So the physical being, all, um, all the attachments, all the emotion, and all that has all been stripped away. And I think that's what the what the evade technique does for me. It strips everything that I think or I am, and just takes me into a space of nothingness. And then out of nothingness appears something. This blue pearl. And the longer I meditate on that, the bigger and more prominent it becomes until eventually you're inside it. And inside it, all of a sudden it becomes a, another universe. Uh, that's where I start to see the actual universe and see that it is all one and feel it. But like I said, you can't look with it with your own eyes. It's only with your with your third eye. Now my question, and the, the more research I have to do on this, is uh, with that with that blue pearl and calling it the inner being and a sense of oneness. So is that blue pearl? only one thing that everyone can access or is it my blue pearl you see when I say my blue pearl all of a sudden I'm attached to it so it can't be that because the only way I can get to it is without attachment so that's why that, that, that's where my confusion is at the moment very comforting like to know that it's not just me that is actually um, <laughs> that's seeing shit when they meditate like, like I go through all the stages of, uh, of fractals and um, green swirls and uh, total blackness and uh, all, all of a sudden blackness with depth and I just sit there and observe it and when this thing actually appeared, I was like, well, what is that? You just sit back and watching and observing. What is this little blue seed that's sitting in front of me? Like, is it something that I should be focusing on or is it uh, something I should just witness? Or I, I have no idea, but uh, looking at it and doing my research with it like there's there are books that date way back that actually um, record experiences of this and say that it is uh, it is one one of oneness 
I just find it absolutely amazing and uh, to be able to experience it I'm um, I'm grateful for it because yeah it, it really does calm me down and it just shows that everything is to me it shows everything is is one in a way it's comforting now to a lot of you people who listen to this and who know me they're probably thinking this dude batshit crazy and I fucking get it I get it but you also know me as <laughs> as hopefully a non-bullshit artist who wouldn't be recording himself talk talking absolute shit <laughs> if it if it wasn't true I'm definitely not that person so give it a go especially if you feel like you're on, on a similar path to, to what I'm taking it's amazing like yeah I just keep on finding all these little nuggets of, uh, of information and um of growth that, uh, that just keep me they're keeping me going with it like and the more the more I do and the more I study of it the, the more I practice the more I want to get to know it and get more um, get further further into it and drop into the depths of it and totally lose myself with it And I think that's the that's the toughest part for me at the moment is uh, getting lost with it. I think the number one attachment that I have, and I know I keep on bringing up this subject, attachment, attachment, attachment. <clears throat> but the number one I have, the attachment I have, is myself. And in previous practices. Oh, sorry, not previous, other practices. I deal with the periphery, stuff around the periphery, which is um, all the things that I feel like that are, that are closing me in, all the bad habits, all the, all the good stuff, the bad stuff, my attitude, my emotions, my, you know, fucking name one. And while they while they're hard, the fact of losing myself into uh, this larger thing that is obviously bigger than bigger than me. Like you know, I hear motivational speakers saying that the work, the the universe, and the world is yours, and I get it. It is, but to me, it sounds ego driven. Um, the the universe and the world is ours well what about just the world and the universe is and we are part of the is isness it just is that is probably going to be a bit of a blabathon but (laughs) 
I think like it's a yeah. I look back at some of these books and I read the I read these books and I listen to people who actually study full time and they just make make this their life. And I go, there's something there that is millennia old, but that has been there for since the beginning of time, right? That people have worked out and has been forgotten in in Western culture. You know, like it's just a. Uh, I find it fucking amazing. Like all, all of a sudden, my like in my life, I've become a child again, and I am constantly surprised and constantly elated by what I find and what I feel like I can do myself. It'll be really, it'll be great if people started studying this. And I, uh, not that I'm pushing it or anything. I just, um, I just think it would be a great way to actually, if we're talking about world peace and fucking ending hunger and and all that, that all this just becomes, uh, just builds compassion and and love and all those awesome things like it all comes back to that to the one the minute you realise that you start treating people like they're like like they're you goes back to that old saying treat people how you want to be treated well what if the way you the person you were treating is you living a different life wrap your head around that for a minute. If that is the one, then we are all it. And we're all playing our, our part in it. Alright, well I'm glad I got that out there. <laughs> uh, sit on that <laughs> for a minute and... Uh, let me know what you think. Catch, uh, catch me on Facebook forward slash jazzcatcher, J A Z K A C A R. Find me on Instagram on jazzcrackers, J A Z K R A C K E R S. Got a new Instagram page which is YCCMJ. Have not posted a thing, but uh, but follow if, uh, if you can. I might um, I might consider it. I wouldn't mind um, swapping over Instagram accounts and uh, getting my old Instagram back to put up the uh, put up my little bits of iPhone photography uh, on Twitter, just at JazzCatch, J-A-Z-K-A-C-H. And uh, I'm going to leave it there, guys. Um, really appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll check you when I'm talking at you. Thanks again. Please subscribe and rate if you enjoy listening to this podcast and help spread the love to other podcast listeners. Thank you for listening to You Can Call Me Jez.